0: I would say we've been as successful as we wanted to be, kind of from, from day one. And we've, you know, we had great guests and we had some, you know, yeah. awesome stories. I mean, I, I really, with, with almost no exceptions, I've appreciated every single guest that has stayed with us. And that's a huge part of it. I mean, if you, if you don't like that part of it, you know, yeah. there's, there's easier ways to make money than there may be, oh, you yeah.
1: know. Welcome to Live, Let Thrive. A podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve.
2: Hello, hello, hello,
3: and welcome back to another exciting episode
2: of Live. Of Live. Let. Right. <laughs> oh, was that Fergie? Oh,
3: <laughs> I mean Mahogany.
2: <laughs> That's Fergie. <pretty awesome.
3: laughs>
0: Well, don't be dissing mahogany like that. Oh, we, uh, we'll follow, no. Follow that never,
2: never, never, <laughs> Hey, Hey, um, yeah, we're back. Episode 45. 45.
3: We almost to that five-zero, baby.
2: Who's, who's number 45 in sports? Quick.
3: Michael Jordan when he came back.
2: Oh, that's pretty bad. This is going to be a terrible episode. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today we got a special guest with us. We got Mr. Lenny Sharp from Live, Create, Connect. Go ahead and introduce
2: yourself, Lenny. Yeah.
3: Yeah, so I'm Lenny Sharp.
0: uh, And yeah, ironically, our business is called Live, Create, Connect. So I was instantly drawn to the podcast Live, Let, Thrive. And we also have my wife, Teresa, on. Say hi, Teresa.
4: Hello. Hi, Teresa. (laughs) What's up? Nice to meet you.
2: Oh, nice to meet you. So that's that's cool man. Um yeah, you hit us up on the email and now you're on the show. So that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah. It was uh it was great that you guys responded so quickly. I'm glad we got on. I've been listening, trying to catch up to your podcast. I haven't got them all yet. At an hour and 20 minutes per episode, it takes
2: a while. <laughs> oh yeah. We got a lot to talk about, man. It's a big big share economy world. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so it's been it's been good though. I've been uh, I, I went back to episode one and then I skipped ahead and I've been pretty much I don't know I've probably got twenty or thirty episodes under my belt. I don't think Teresa's listened to quite as many, but uh, really enjoyed a lot of your guests and uh, some of my other favorite Airbnb podcasts like Jaspers and Shampoo and Booze. I've heard those guys on your show too, so it's all one community.
2: Oh yeah, yeah,
3: yeah one community. So, Lenny Sharp, go ahead and hop right in. So, who
2: are you? Who the hell
3: <laughs> yeah, are so, you, Lenny? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I'm,
0: uh, I'm out here in California. Uh, my wife and I uh, live, well, I live in the Bay Area. Teresa lives in the mountains near Yosemite where we have our Airbnb. I commute down weekly. So, I work for a high-tech company, uh, one of the major hard drive manufacturers in the world. And um, we just moved back from Japan about a year and a half ago, after four years over there, and we had been enjoying Airbnb as guests, and decided to, part of our plan coming back was to uh, host on Airbnb and to use that income to uh, help fund our retirement, so I can retire earlier than I would otherwise.
2: That's awesome. Wow. That's a lot. So, that's a lot going I, on there. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. My, my
3: biggest question, is, since you said you moved over from Japan, how is the Airbnb market in Japan? What part of Japan were you in?
0: So we were in Yokohama. Um, we actually only stayed in one Airbnb while we were over there, which was um, in Kyoto. But uh, interestingly enough, I I actually shot the photos for three Airbnb listings. So Airbnb had a had a. Um, uh, arrangement with a uh, photo sharing uh, site called 500px and they basically contracted through 500px to uh, solicit photographers so I did, uh, there's three Airbnb listings in Japan with my photos so that was kind of cool Nice, nice
3: yeah. So you said, so you pretty much a photographer Yeah, I mean that's
0: that's kind of my, my passion, I uh, I love to shoot uh mostly landscapes and stuff but also people and i don't know if you guys had a chance to check out the link but uh, i think 15 of our airbnb guests uh groups have uh, taken me up on my offer to to give them a free uh portrait shoot on our property and uh that's something that i want to continue to do for anybody who wants to take advantage of that and eventually some 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 of them have said you know lenny you really should start charging so i'm going to take them up on that at some point but for now i'm seeding the market with free photos that's
1: awesome do you ever do you ever exchange photos for like a place to stay an airbnb place or something like
0: that no we we haven't done that uh yet um but yeah that's something i definitely would be open to so you know, I, I expect to continue my photography, you know, post-retirement from my day job. Um, and also, I think maybe you saw, I, I, I love to shoot photos and video from a drone. And I've, I've done that for actually over a year and a half all around the world. So uh, I've got some pretty, pretty epic drone footage. Check that out.
1: Sweet. That's awesome. The reason I asked if you ever do it in exchange for a place to stay is because we've had several people... In our um, Airbnb inbox, asking us, "Hey, we'll come take pictures in exchange for a place to stay. We want to tour the area. we it's on our bucket list, or you know, whatever the case may be." So, that's just. Well, that's I, a, good, that's a That's actually
0: a good idea. I should I should try that next time we uh, travel. Uh, we like I said, we've actually stayed at quite a few Airbnbs uh, around the world. We just got back from a trip to Paris and stayed in uh, two different Airbnbs in Paris and one in Rotterdam. So we, we enjoy Airbnb from the other side of the equation as well. And I'll I'll have to make that offer next time, especially if I see a listing with subpar photos. I'll just have to.
1: Yeah, you should.
3: We get it all the time. Like, yeah. People always up asking that. We don't have subpar photos, though. but. <laughs> yeah, but, but but you could improve, so I'll
0: come stay in your place for, for uh, in exchange for photos. All right?
3: We'll have an opening
0: March 1st if you ever
2: come to Texas. <laughs> Do so you travel a lot for your job, or what?
0: Yeah, a reasonable amount. I actually do get to Texas. I have a big customer in Houston and a big t- customer in Austin, so I get out there fairly regularly, but um, I also go to Japan typically four times a year, and I also get to China and Taiwan and uh, other places. So, I, I, I am. A, I, I know Steve, you work for America, and I, I am a, uh, I, a lifetime platinum, 2 million miler. So Wow. I, <laughs> nice. Although I just lost my executive platinum status this year, and that's a that's a heartbreak because we enjoy that. Well, I just I don't. I hundred thousand miles is actually a lot. So if I don't if I'm not on the road every month, I can't I can't really do a hundred thousand miles. Oh, so. I see. Damn. Well, but we with have two million lot. miles, you're platinum yeah. for life. So that that's at least I could fall
1: back on that.
2: Hell, so yeah.
1: No, no, no. Sorry, about that I was just going to say, we just got back this weekend from some of our timeshares in Austin. Um, it was our first time going, and it just recently opened. It's really, really nice. So we have the pictures that are, you know, from the template. Um, okay. However, if you ever want to come stay in exchange for some photos, it's really nice there. No, that's
0: perfect. Well, yeah, let's actually, we'll work that out. And I don't know if you saw my... The photos of my listing, but yeah, I, t- I shot all those, and also Steve, I sent you that link to the new space that we're opening up, and I shot those as well. So, oh, that
2: was awesome! Um, yeah,
0: um, yeah. So, I in fact, I just just on, on a side, you know, you mentioned the timeshares, and Mike, I I, ad- I am very interested in what you're doing with timeshare, Mister 400 listings or whatever you got there. <laughs> <laughs> but, but what's interesting is. Now, all of a sudden, I'm seeing those stupid world mark timeshares in my market. And now, I'm not so excited about the timeshare deal because uh, apparently, there's some people that have figured out what you're doing, and uh, we got a little competition there that I'm not that excited about. But
3: you
1: know what
3: they say if you can't beat them, join
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> <There you go. laughs>
3: Kevin So, I mean, so, um, okay, so you said timeshares are in your market. Where exactly are your Airbnbs and how many do you have?
0: Yeah, so cur- currently we have one listing. And um, we are near Yosemite National Park, so we're about 30 minutes from the south gate. And, uh, what you know, our Airbnb listing currently is the bottom 600 square feet or so of our house. It's two-bedroom, living room, full bath and a kitchenette and it's a private space with its own entrance and then uh, we have just remodeled and added a a suite uh, kind of a studio size suite with a living area uh, bedroom luxury bath and we will be putting that on airbnb soon
2: so did that start off as like a that was your personal house and you just converted it to an airbnb
0: Well, actually, um, when we moved back from Japan, Airbnb was part of our plan and we decided that we were going to purchase, I don't know how much you know about Bay Area real estate, but it's just insane. So what we decided was in anticipation of retirement, we would buy in a more affordable area, but in a distance that I could commute to weekly. And we started looking in the Sierra foothills. Um, looked at a different, couple of different communities, and then ended up uh, focusing on the area where we're at. And um, as I was working with agents, I let them know that one of our goals was to, to do Airbnb. And we had an agent reach out and said, basically, you know, I know this is a little bit above the price range you were looking for, but the current owner is doing Airbnb now and is very successful So we actually factored that into our buying decision. He had, you know, 95 reviews. Uh, He had been, you know, he sent me all of his Airbnb, you know, income statements. So we could see right away what the income potential was. And so he was operating the Airbnb uh, prior to us purchasing the house. So we did it, you know, (laughs) with that in mind. Did that...
3: Sorry, did did that house come furnished,
0: or did he take all the furniture? Uh, We actually made a deal, and ended up buying the basic furniture that was in the Airbnb. We 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 ended up we we had furniture in storage, and furniture we moved back from Japan, so we didn't need furniture for the house. But because the Airbnb was already set up, um, you know, we basically use the bedroom furniture and the, and some of the living room furniture, but we've since uh, swapped that some of that stuff out with uh, some of our own pieces, but you know, try to make it our own. But the nice thing about it is it was turnkey. I mean, we closed um, end of August, 2016. And I guess it was beginning of October. We, we put our listing up and we're, you know, making money right away. So.
3: So, Okay, because I, I was wondering how the furniture came. Because we have people down here that's trying to sell Airbnb furnished properties for like two times the market <laughs> rate. So did you did you have to pay any extra, or did it come like the regular market rate?
0: The the house itself was was definitely just market rate. We just ended up paying um, you know specifically for the pieces we bought, and I, I think it was a fair price. I mean, I think we could probably negotiate it a little bit, but you know we at that point we were just it was good for them good for us and they didn't want to move it so they, like i said we probably could have negotiated a little harder but um i don't know from our perspective if, if it's a fair deal you know no worries yeah.
2: now what's but, uh, that just made me think of something lenny what's cool about that like if you're ever going to sell a house go ahead and airbnb, airbnb it for a little while first right you got it furnished you got it looking good you got some income coming in And then, um, people that start looking at it, I mean, they're going to walk into a place that's already like staged. And of course when you stage a house, it jacks up the value, you know, big time. Plus you can show them some Airbnb, Airbnb income. So that's a great Uh, deal. No, I
0: think, I I think, I think definitely in our area that, uh, would work. I mean, we live in an area that's very vacation rental friendly. Um, so, you know, it, we live near near Yosemite but also Bass Lake. I don't know if you remember the movie The Great Outdoors, but they filmed that at Bass Lake. So That's
3: where one of my properties are. <laughs> what?
0: You Oh, you are one. Of, you're Mr. World Mark in Bass yes, Lake. Yes,
3: sir. <laughs> that's me. <laughs>
2: I'm
3: your competition. Oh. <laughs> oh. Collusion, oh, that
2: collusion. That hurts.
0: Yeah, well, we'll have to position against those uh, remote landlords that care nothing for the place. Have never even been.
2: <laughs>
0: we live upstairs, and these other guys have never even visited the property. Yeah.
2: That's me. Now, Michael okay. will never go. Michael will never go there because there's bears. <laughs> there are bears. There are bears. I have a
1: question.
0: Sure. Um, you had said that
1: your property was previously an Airbnb before you got it. Yes. And then you started airbnb doing Airbnb with it? Yes. All right. So my question for you is, because I know we and Mike had looked at uh, a duplex that was already furnished. And our biggest question was, hold on, why would she want to sell it if it's making her money? Is this not a good area for Airbnb? Did you ever, like, have those thoughts? Or was it like, oh, let's just do what he did and do it better? Like, you know, we can make this it better is, than much. This <laughs> is probably a good time for me to jump
3: in. <laughs> Sorry.
4: <laughs> Well, because when we first bought the house, I was very suspicious from the very beginning. Uh, why is he selling? Because he, he, the person who had it before, it was a young family with a small child, and I was just, I'm maybe I'm suspicious by nature, but I was like, if it's see. such a great deal. Yeah, it's like if it's such a great deal, why are you leaving? Because the person who bought the house had only been in in it about a year and a half. And I'm like, that's a pretty quick turnaround. So it's actually been uh, the subject of many conversations in that first year. Every time something would come up that was semi-negative, I'm like, yeah. that's it. That's, that's it. what you do. That's,
0: that's what we you,
4: <laughs> you know, we, I, I, I love to walk, and it's not a very good uh, neighborhood to walk in. I'm like, see, you can't walk around. And then it's like, oh, well, the water softener that they put in is expensive, And they put it in, but now we have the maintenance and that costs something. And then the septic overflowed the first winter and I'm like, that's it. It's the septic, (laughs) you know? So we don't really know for sure why they left, but they, what they said. So if we just took them at face value, what they said was, well, they were from um, a different area and I think culturally they didn't feel like they fit in real well here, and they decided they didn't want to um, own this big of a home and property, and they wanted to travel more. So that's what they said. That's, maybe that's true. Maybe these other factors factored in as well. And in one of the big things um, that we noticed right away, the house is actually looks like it's a three-story house when we bought it. The ground floor, where we the garage is, which is where the Airbnb space is, um, not in the
0: garage, not in the garage, but on the no. Garage.
4: I mean, the ground floor <laughs> has the garage, and then beside it is this two-bedroom mini apartment, basically. Okay. Then upstairs nice. on the next floor is the entrance, the main entrance, you know, from with a front deck, and the master bedroom, master bath, half bath for the living room, living dining area, and kitchen. Uh, That's all on that level. Then the next level up, what the house came with was originally, 20 years ago, was a loft. These people turned it into a bedroom, walled it in and turned it into a combo bedroom slash office for their small child. And there was no bathroom up there. And there was no heating and air conditioning because it was supposed to be open into the main house so my guess is especially having a small child you know up on that floor with no heating and air conditioning and farther away from mom and dad and no bathroom that probably factored in that probably factored in as well and so when we bought it it was one of the first problems i wanted to solve because um for me personally i i like the idea I liked, before we did it, I liked the idea of doing Airbnb, but I also want to have space for family to come visit, especially after living abroad for four years. My parents were really excited that we were moving back, and I thought, if we're booked up all summer with our Airbnb, we basically had no real comfortable guest space.
3: Yeah.
0: My it's like parents your parents can't s- come visit because it it's going to cost us money.
4: Right. what <laughs> so we're right. feeling right now with our <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... So what we decided to do was—I feel bad about it. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: See, this is how it works. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what happened. Is we decided to add a bathroom upstairs, so that we could have guest quarters that we could use for relatives when we were renting out there, the downstairs. But
0: they the story. Yeah. The, yeah. And the find out the get the permit. They had to put an external entrance. So then the dollar signs went off for me, and I said, "Yeah, we put a digital lock on that, and we can rent that out too." So that's how yeah, we end so, up with two listings. Yeah, so that's,
4: that's how also, that happened.
0: So her and, parents will cost us money when they come to visit.
2: So. <laughs> and, and so y'all are glad that y'all made the leap into the Airbnb world. I mean, after doing or, or at first, was it pretty rough or or what happened?
0: No, 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 no. it was it was actually I'll speak. It was actually. Uh, it was very
4: uh, easy for Lenny while he was, was in San Jose very, and I was here. It
0: was very easy. Very easy, <laughs> it was very no, easy for him
4: No, money. I I think
0: I think we well I think that you know Airbnb definitely helps you I think with your search results and everything when you have a new listing I think they really engineer the program to give you immediate bookings because they want to hook you. So we were hooked, right? We start seeing the revenue we were hooked. And then, of course, we did all the things that we felt like we needed to to sustain the business. And, you know, we've been as, I would say we've been as successful as we wanted to be, kind of from, from day one. And we've, you know, we had great guests and we had some, you know, yeah. awesome stories. I mean, I, I really, with, with almost no exceptions, I've appreciated every single guest that has stayed with us. And that's a huge part of it. I mean, if you if you don't like that part of it, you know, yeah. there's, there's easier ways to make money than there maybe. Oh, you yeah. Know?
1: <laughs> Great. But no, yeah, I, I, I would say I get, it, I get really connected to, to my guests. To where, like, yeah, when it's time for them like, to leave, I'm like kind of bummed out. Like, dang, <laughs> yeah, I miss seeing someone so walk through the front door, like just to have a conversation or to drink coffee at the bar in the morning over here in the kitchen. You know, that's stuff <laughs> that I like. Well, you
0: guys, you guys, your guests are actually come through the house, too, right? Yeah. So you, you, you have sort of a built-in connection. We have to well, and we have I, to make
4: an effort.
0: Well, and I know you guys also have to be sensitive. Do they want to be left alone primarily or not? But because they're staying in your house, there's a certain expectation that, hey, there's going to be a little bit more interaction. With ours, we do have some people that clearly just want to be left alone, and we have to you know, respect that. But it's it's most fun when they want you know they want a little interaction, and I mean Teresa had had uh, some guests from the Netherlands pretty early on, and you know she invited them up have wine on the well deck.
4: no that's not how what happened is they asked if they need
0: washer dryer laundry we don't I was going to say how do you, you make
1: you that, that connection you like walk over
0: right. like into yeah.
1: the yeah.
4: area See, <laughs> I I, say, I, hey. I I romanticize
0: <laughs> it I'm just
3: thinking yeah oh I was just oh, so no. Just so
0: yeah,
4: this is, it's actually an interesting story because it's one of those things, you know, you decide up front what you're going to offer and what you're going to make available and what's not, and you do your listing, but then you kind of need to be prepared for the unexpected. And right away, I wanted to lean toward hospitality first, you know, unless I don't feel safe, I just want to say yes. If they ask for something, I just, Kind of, but I learned it from this group. So, this group, they were great. There were four of them, and it, they were family members from the Netherlands. And as soon as they got out of the car, they said, Oh, is there a laundry facility? We've been traveling for three weeks, and we have all this laundry. And I said, there, And, and if my first thought was, they didn't read the listing because the listing clearly <laughs> says there's no laundry.
3: They read it. They read it. They never do. <laughs>
4: <laughs> and, then, and then my thought was, I said, well, there's no laundry in the Airbnb, but I do have one upstairs. If you really need to use it, you, you can use it. Just let me know when you want to. And they said, okay. And so then they, they went to Yosemite the next day. And when they came home, they said, we would like to use the laundry when it's convenient for you. And I said, now is fine for me if you want. So they came upstairs to do it. And then I'm like, well, the washer is going to be done in 20 minutes and then you're going to have to put it in the dryer you can stay up here if you want and and our deck on the second floor has a better view than the ground floor and it was getting late in the afternoon and the sun was starting to set and I said if the rest of your family would like to come up and sit out here while you're doing your laundry that's fine so they all came up and then I was like well since you're up here I might as well pour you some wine and took some nuts out and so they finished their laundry and we sat, and then I sat out there with them and chatted and then when they were all done with their laundry they said well we're going to go to dinner to the barbecue place that you recommended on your site and uh, we'd like to know if you want to come with us so once again I thought well I feel safe so I said yes so they took me out to dinner <laughs> it was fun <laughs> so cool once
1: yeah I was a was... guest one time took his dinner oh they were an older couple, about in their 70s, and they were retired, and they had got really close to our son because every time they'd see him, they'd play with them. And he's like, hey, I really miss cooking on my last night. Do you mind if I cook y'all some dinner? I love oh, to cute. cook in, and I'm having withdrawals. And we're like, yeah, come on up. So we came up, and that same night, we had another lady check into one of our other rooms that, you know, none of us knew her. And so she came down, and oh, she had great. like she had a good time. We all like drank wine and talked all night, and the ladies were up until, like, 2 30 a.m.,
4: that's so great. That was fun. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. So you really remember, like, those guests. Yep. That yep. kind of like, leave a, a lifetime imprint on your life. Right. Well, and we've, I connected
4: on Facebook with a couple of them. Us too. Yeah. And then later, we <laughs> okay. actually went, we went okay. to the Netherlands this on this last trip, but we didn't get, I really wanted to go, try to go visit them, but we were just really short on time, and so we weren't able
0: to, to do Steve that. I wants but, to say something. Steve, oh, I was going to gonna...
2: <laughs> Real quick, as a husband and wife duo, like Micah and Mahogany, how do y'all divvy up the Airbnb duties?
4: Well, I'll start with I, that.
2: I pay the, I pay the mortgage.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Is that all?
4: That's it. <laughs> oh, no, come on. I no, know. I'm kidding. Yeah. Well, when we first got started, because I was I was a little more nervous and hesitant about it, and Lenny was more, "We can do this. Come on, we'll do it." So he went a little bit overboard to make sure I didn't feel overwhelmed. So, and and in the beginning, we were nervous about um, kind of like everything.
0: dating, kind of like dating versus marriage. Yeah. You, know, you try really <laughs> hard while you're dating.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, we in the beginning we didn't have we didn't use professional cleaners we just did it ourselves and so if a guest checked out um on the weekend when Lenny was there then we cleaned it together you know we just we went down together and did everything kind of together and then um but during the week if we have guests that check out during the week and he's gone then i was doing it myself and i have a little bit of a back issues and started having some extra pain with some of the chores so we decided to go ahead and charge a cleaning fee and just pay someone to clean. And so from that side of it, now I just manage the cleaner. I personally like to do our own, my own laundry. I don't want to have someone else do it because there's a lot of waiting time and I don't want to pay someone to wait. So um, I do the laundry usually the night before or in the morning before the cleaner gets here. And then by the time the house cleaner gets here, um, she just makes the bed, you know, she her, sheets are done and towels are done and she just redoes it. So there's uh-huh. that part of it. I would say most of the online stuff, keeping up to date with all the I do side businesses. I do all that. Yeah, Lenny does all that because he's more interested in it and better at it.
0: So, I take the photos,
2: and also yeah.
0: I, I actually am the one who found and signed up for all of our third-party services yeah, that we use. That's do. what I was so, talking about. You know, pricing and uh, hopefully for the uh, guidebook, and I, I'm actually also using uh, uh, smart Smart BNB. I know you guys were talking about a Viva IQ, but I, I'm using Smart BNB, and even though it's way better. Yeah, I mean he he charges, but he's he's really good and very responsive and keeps improving the product. And I don't know if you you use the uh, the listing ranker. Uh, you get the email every morning with your listing uh, search ranking.
3: Well, we're still in the trial period and okay. it expires in three days. But I wasn't able to schedule a meeting with them, so I ended up I ended up going with Guesty, and I just took okay. all the stuff from over from smart B&B, but i love his product it's yeah
0: powerful. well it, but check it out i mean i so every morning at 7 a.m i get uh you know an email and it he, you know his his site uh anonymously searches airbnb for listings in my area and shows me where we rank and then the uh com, you know competitive listings and what they're pricing at and all that so it's it's really nice because if you're if you doing experimentation with your site or with your listing and you're you kind of want to see well did that help you know I tried Instant Book did that help my list you know my search uh, results or whatever um, it, it's really a nice uh, way to check in and see how you're doing so I, I really like that piece of it. How are you
3: doing against my bass lake listing? But
0: <laughs> well, you show up as uh, listings like yours, but <laughs> <laughs> actually, though, you've got competition there because I looked at some of the other hosts and I, I did In fact, I, when I saw it was World Mark, I thought I might see you, but I haven't seen you yet, so I don't know. There's
4: yeah, I was yeah, <laughs> say there's a lot of competition out here.
0: There's a lot of people. Yeah, Patricia, Micah is our competition because he's got he's got the, you know those <laughs> contests at Bass Lake. The, those those he's, he uses those uh, for his Airbnb listing too. So
1: you want to know what I really love about it about Airbnb and you know things like Airbnb is the fact that even though we're all com- com- like not really competing but we're all in competition we're all still benefiting from it. So it's not like there's yeah. not enough room for everyone to get a piece of the pie. Yeah. That's something that I really like about it. In well, all different locations and stuff like that.
0: No, it's true, and and honestly, like Yosemite, um, Yosemite gets like I think typically four or five million visitors a year. This last year, I think they had over six, and there are very few. Um, there just aren't that many places to stay, right? And so there's almost nothing inside the park, and then all of the communities around just don't have enough rooms for peak season. So, there's always market. And then because Airbnb, you really get a chance to personalize the experience. I and mean, the reality is, there's no competition because there's no place exactly like ours hosted by us, right? So, you, you kind of create your own competition.
2: Would you let yeah. somebody pitch a tent on your land? Oh, we're talking about that now. Yeah, we're talking
4: about it. We're talking yeah. about it a lot. We've got a spot. Yeah.
0: We have add on fees. Sweet. To, yeah. No, actually, so, so our property, you know, we're looking. at, We're looking around like every flat spot. We're thinking, okay, (laughs) queen size air mattress,
2: tree house.
0: We're we're literally thinking, should we should we build a bathroom that the people who are you know camping could an
4: outhouse like an outhouse
0: kind of thing for camping people? Tiny house, airstream, tree house, and we've thought about it all. So uh, just whatever whatever the county will let us get away with, I guess. Maximum. Yeah
2: uh lenny cool. real quick question for you if you don't mind yeah. do you mind if we call this episode the robert kiyosaki episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> do i look
2: like Robert. Kinda kiyosaki? kind of and you talk it's like I... him a lot though if i oh, close my eyes but well, you kind of look <laughs> like him too no offense
3: okay he's hey, a billionaire he get some major hits on oh, he's, that he's japanese <laughs> <some
0: Kiyosaki. laughs> and i'm half korean so i guess we'll let that slide yeah. but I, would
1: uh, here, new drive.
0: I was going to say you could call this episode anything you want, but no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. We might get a lawsuit um, headed our way.
0: So, down. um... You <laughs> anyway... But,
3: go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Oh, um, so, well, okay, since so you guys said you've been, had a few hosts, so do you have any horror stories yet? Well, I can I can,
4: I, I I can tell probably it? tell. Do you want to tell yeah. the story,
3: horror story? Yeah.
4: Yeah, it's 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 actually pretty minor in the grand scheme of things. But um, last winter, the br- the drought in California finally broke, and we had record-breaking rain and snow and ice. And we're kind of right at the borderline of the um, snow line, basically. So we don't normally get much, but last winter was pretty bad. And we had some guests coming from, did they come from Southern California, honey? I think they were coming from Southern California. So they had a long drive and they were arriving really late and it was pouring rain and they got close and we were texting because I was asking. I was staying up. I was here by myself and I was, you know, asking because I wanted to stay awake till they came in, make sure they got in and settled and everything. And they were like, they kind of let me know where they were. So I thought, Oh, they're almost here. They're almost here. Then they didn't get here. Finally, she sends me a picture and she, a text and says, is this your place? We can't find your address. And she kept saying they couldn't find it. And so they drove up and down our street a while. And, then she sent the picture of our driveway, and I could see that there was a car at our driveway. So I went out, and I waved. I said, yes, that's us coming down. And she had printed out instructions from, was it from Hostfully? It was Hostfully, from Hostfully. Hostfully Guidebook. She printed it out, and it had the wrong address. Mm. That's yeah. Lenny's.
0: It's my fault. Department. I think yeah, it was my department. I failed. <laughs> I, should, so, I, should, I, should be, I should be changing sheets instead of uh, putting the guidebook together. Well, so me. what
4: happened is, it, you know, I felt really, and they were. This is back when we only had a one night minimum, so they were only planning on staying one night going to um, Airbnb, uh, going to Yosemite the next day. Well, I felt so bad about it that I thought, uh, you know, I text Lenny later, and, and they were from another. Um, Maybe from another country. Well, I mean, they were from another. Their guests what? were from another country and they were immigrants. So there was a little bit of a language cultural thing. Like we understood each other's language, but I could tell they were very standoffish and not very warm. And again, I would be too if, if I had been driving all day and had what happened, you know. But anyway, I felt bad about it all night. I woke up early in the morning and I texted Lenny. I said, why don't we offer them a free night if they want to stay a second night? You know, and then that way we can compensate for the negative and maybe we won't get a negative review. And he's like, great idea. Let's do it. So I sent her a text and I just said, before you leave for the park, if you want to leave your stuff here, you can have a free night on us. Just just stay another night. And they said, thank you very much. Yes, we'll take advantage of it. And they did. They got back the next night, went to dinner and everything. And I was upstairs and I hear them downstairs showering and getting ready to go to bed. And I hear a loud noise. I'm thinking, oh, they broke something, but no big deal. Nothing down there is priceless. We'll just fit, you know, whatever. Something broke. About 15 minutes later, she texts me, Do you have any medicine? My father from another country fell in the shower and is bleeding. Is bleeding (laughs) on our free night, which is not insured. (laughs) So we live in a remote area. There's no hospital here. I said there's no hospital. There's no clinic. It's late at night. It's like eleven o'clock at night now, and I'm and I'm new to the area, so I don't even know what to do. So and I'm I gone. Actually, I'm gone,
0: by and the way. he's
4: gone. So I feel more <laughs> panicky because I'm handling it. You know. So I actually put a Facebook request out. I ha- and I didn't say I was Airbnb, but I just said I have guests in my home who, you know, slipped and fell, might need to go to emergency room. Is there an emergency room close by? So it was good because some of my Facebook contacts, you know, new in this area, we have an Oakhurst area group. They responded right away. There is a Mariposa hospital, which is only... You know, thirty minutes away, and then there's Fresno, of course, which is an hour away, so mm. I was able to give them that information, and I worked really hard they I know they felt that I cared and I went down there I didn't have the medicine that he wanted. he wanted iodine, which is I guess hard to get now in this country, but didn't ha- he busted his lip he wanted to put iodine on his lip. I did not sound good to me, but anyway <laughs> um and it turns out he's a doctor in his own country but oh. doesn't like a you know, I'm recommending things I learned as a mom, like, you know, maybe if you put ice on it, no, he doesn't want ice. Or maybe if he took a pain reliever that would reduce the swelling, no, he didn't want or that. Fortune,
0: fortunately, he was a doctor, not a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> but I
0: was, we were nervous we for several months. We were worried to own our house, you know. Yeah, <laughs> it was
4: really, you know, and they were upset about it. And they did dock us in the review, not as much as they could have, but... They did tell the story that, you know, when they wrote the review, they said the bathtub is very slippery. Well, as it turns out, we've never had anyone else slip. And I think we figured out what happened is we have a water softener and um, it was the last person to take the shower. Three other people taking showers. So the soap and the, you know, shower gel and all that mixed with the water softener made the tub more slippery but what i did is i just went and bought a rubber mat and i you know i responded to the review that we're so sorry that this happened and we're going to put a plastic mat in there rubber mat and um anyway it, it ended up not
0: to give us five stars though yes, i mean she, she she mentioned that and i think she docked one of the i think maybe
4: accuracy because the
0: address was wrong so oh. I, I would say we dodged the bullet on that one. That's true.
4: She could have she could have done much worse.
0: But yeah. but honestly, but was, I, I would suggest if anybody wants to do something like this, you know, offer you know, give them one night for ten dollars. Discount. But, yeah. But, d- d- you know, extend yeah. the Airbnb listing yep. because yep. then you're covered versus you're right. on your own now. You've got you know
4: Yeah. On the side or off the books that would have really, it could have been bad.
2: Great listen for our fans out there. Great list. Yeah, that's a really good
3: one. Yeah, no freebies.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it's yeah, just, it's just, just ironic.
3: Try to, to do it.
1: something nice. Yeah.
2: So how big... We've
1: had, we had people show up um, on, our, on our Airbnb listing. Airbnb messed it up when we duplicated a listing, and we had guests show up to a place that wasn't there, and they had been driving hours. And oh, so no. we kind of had to do the same thing, and offer them a free night. So that does
2: happen sometimes. So how how big y'all looking to get? How many Airbnbs do you want?
4: Well, that depends on who you ask. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teresa first. This, uh...
4: <laughs> well, I actually I go back. I, I go back and forth on this because I do see the potential on our property. And now that we've lived here more than a year, I can see that. Really, it makes this, I think it makes more sense. A lot of people here what they do is they just maximize peak season and then shut it down in the winter instead of just trickling in with one or two bookings for, you know, two months. Um, so I would be open to having a more complicated summer if we shut it down in the winter. But if we're going to do year-round, it. I don't know. It, to me, it weighs in the back of my mind I don't want my life too complicated. So,
0: so Teresa's answer is less than one. <laughs> <definitely>. <laughs> uh, so, 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 I don't know. So we, we've toyed with the different ideas. And in fact, I think that our area, you know, unfortunately, I may be inviting more competition. But if you just look at what, what is the Airbnb potential versus property values, it, it's really a, a very good ratio. So I think, you know, from a business perspective, it's, it's a very positive. But I think that we've also, you know, and, uh, you know, we talked about the fact that, you know, we're looking at this more for retirement and, you know, I don't want to just trade current job, which is a great job for a different job, which is, you know, managing a, you know, an empire, Airbnb empire. So I think, you know, what we're looking at is actually maximizing the Current property, so that we can kind of manage one piece of property and all the maintenance and stuff versus extending ourselves and buying other properties. But we have actually a lot of potential where we're at. So, you know, Teresa kind of described the house. So we can have, uh, we can live there and have two listings. But if we're traveling and utilizing our co host, we could actually have um, like know five different listings which are different combinations of the house right so you've got the bottom the middle the top you have the whole house you have the bottom in the middle you have the middle and the top with different amenities and and features for different combinations and Airbnb will actually manage those if you if you set your property up that way if if somebody books you know the top in the middle then the middle will not be available the whole house will not be available so that that the, the the site will actually manage that for you. So, from my perspective, that that level of of uh, Airbnb expansion, if you will, is is probably what we're looking at. Not not actually buying other property that has to be you know maintained. Uh, but but honestly, at that level, you know, on an annual basis, we we have a a very good earner, right? You know, if you just look at what we did last summer uh, with just the space you know like I said it's 600 square feet of a 3,100 square foot house I mean it you know probably doubled or some months tripled our mortgage payment um, just on that space and then when you start looking at the whole house or different combinations you know we could take a very nice vacation while our house is empty. for us that's kind of what nice, doing.
2: nice well, um, and the next one you got going, the one that you're y'all are um currently renovating, where is that one located at
0: uh, it's the third story of our house so, oh, so okay it's the same so okay. Teresa same house so teresa showed you the or talk, described it so when we bought the house, there was this enclosed loft that had no bathroom, no air conditioning heating um we We actually raised the roof uh built a hole that that those pictures I sent you, Steve. That, that that whole suite. We added like 400 square feet, full bath, full luxury bath. I mean, it's it's beautiful. It's, a, it's beautiful. It's a really really nice space. And um, again, we had to build a a, a deck and a stairway. And uh, now we have a, a, a Slage digital lock on that door. And as soon as we're ready, we're going to. Uh, Put that on as a separate listing so that we have a door that goes from that space down to the house but we can lock that we'll put a another digital lock on that oh and, can you
4: can you explain about the fire alarm yeah there? actually so That's one cool. of the
0: things that we did um so so i'm thinking okay we're going to want to lock our house from this space right we have we have that downstairs as well but then we realized well the reason they require you to put that, another door is because if there's a fire that to be two ways to get out right So, because we bought the Sledge Smart Lock, we also bought a a Halo smoke alarm, and we can actually program it so that if the smoke alarm goes off, all the doors will automatically unlock.
2: That's awesome.
4: Yeah, Yeah, and that makes me feel better because... Again, I'm the worst-case scenario person of the family. <laughs> yes.
1: How did you guys find your contractors to do your work? Was it, like, from a certain website, or did you, like, know people? Or, you know, how did you find reliable people who can actually do the job correctly without it taking, like, a really long time or not going right and things like that? We, we asked,
0: like, well, who's the most expensive no, contractor? No. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. <laughs> no, what,
4: what actually, what's that site? Um, what's that site? Angie's,
0: Angie's List?
4: No, it wasn't Angie's, the other one. Tech. No, the other one. Uh, oh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's one of those, I, 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 I want to say TripAdvisor, but it's not. It's one of those where you find home improvement help. Um,
2: Contract.
0: Oh,
4: I can't think of the H- name.
1: Homewise questions? Um, I thought it was
0: Angie's List.
4: I'm it's interested. not Angie's List. It's the, it, there's another one. Okay. I can't anyway. think of the if name of it If you think about it,
1: let me know. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, yeah. For yeah. Anyway,
4: I, I, we started with that, but then I started asking people around. And um, it, there is an app called um, Houzz, H-O-U-Z-Z. What happened is I called, I got four or five phone numbers for local contractors, and um, only one of them had someone who could answer the phone. Everyone else was just their cell phone voicemail. And uh, two never got back to me. One got back to me two weeks later and apologized, but was busy out of the area. And the one that answered the phone had a secretary that answered the phone. That's the one we went with. <laughs> and and, and, and he, he came out the very next day and gave a bid. And, um, you know, I very, very, did,
0: pro- very professional.
4: Yeah, you know, from the
0: beginning he was professional, and that's why we went with them. Because honestly, we did not want to get into a situation where we had the the infamous uh, "collect your money to pay for my last job" kind of (laughs) contract. Well, and that's
4: what happened. Is we we'd had an experience like that where we went with the budget contractor before with a landscaping project, and it was someone we actually knew, a relative of someone who was doing our maintenance. So we thought that would be a good connection. But that ended up costing more. They they weren't as um, careful with their estimating and bidding, and so um, that it wasn't a nightmare, but it was a disappointment. So I learned from that. Sometimes just paying more, you know, just making the decision to pay more, but it's somebody who has a reputation in the community that they want to uphold. So they'll go the extra mile to make sure that it's right. I mean, they're proud to put their sign on our. Property while they 're yeah. doing the construction they 're using this as advertising, so
0: well I, and, I, I, and and I think uh, I think you know a mistake you can make is you just put it out for bid and you go with the lowest bid or whatever, and at the end of the day, lots and lots of stuff will happen that you didn 't anticipate
3: yeah and so
0: the bottom line is you have to trust the guy right because all that other stuff I and mean, anybody can put something down on paper, but when it comes down to it, you really are entrusting this person and You know, we just really had a sense that we could trust him to do right by us. And quite frankly, I'm I mean, I'm happy with the job. I'm happy with the
4: the quality uh, of work was great. The crew, all the people that come. And that was the other thing they you know, he specifically like half of his crew are family members. Um, the other half are people who have worked for him for a long time and people he trained. So the more we got into it, the more we were glad that we made the choice. Well, And, okay. and,
0: and the other thing that he did, was, which was really cool, is that he, he actually referred us to the painting contractor. So he was going to use a painting contractor to, to do the remodel, but we ended up using him for the whole house. But he didn't try to, like, glom onto that as part of his contract and then charges overhead on that. He just let us deal with the painting contractor Separate. separately. Yeah. He let us deal with he, – he introduced us to the roofer. You know, he let us you – know, we worked with him separately. So anything that was actually part of the, the remodel, the painting and the roof that was part of the remodel. He, he got his commission. His, yeah, you know, But he didn't – he was just not, you know, greedy that way. So that, again, it goes back to the trust, right? So he, he did the right thing. That's nice. good. Thanks for the
3: Shout out to Randy. Shout out to Randy. <laughs> so Thanks for the shout out on Twitter as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. There'll be more of that. There'll be more of that.
2: See, so y'all, y'all enjoy doing it. Y'all are clearly d- pre- pretty good at it, right?
4: You what? know, it's funny because um, sometimes I get kind of... Um, <laughs> Sometimes I start feeling like I wish I didn't have to think about it. You know, it's coming. Uh, I'm looking at the calendar, and I just kind of feel a little stress about it. But with every guest, once they're here, I'm so happy. I I love having people in our home. I, I just, I really do. And even whether they are the very interactive kind or the standoffish kind, as long as they have a good experience and they got what they wanted out of it, then I'm happy. It it feels good to do it.
2: Are you telling me y'all haven't hosted it, one axe murderer yet?
1: <laughs> no, no, no. Not no. one.
0: No, we we tell those people there's a nice condo at Bass
2: Lake that they can <laughs> 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 hey. You're
4: so bad,
2: man. Coming at you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man. And by oh, the way, by the way, you said we we enjoy it. We're also the best host in the world
4: <laughs> in the world. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, go. on that note, would you ever consider running your like your neighbors' Airbnbs?
4: We've talked about that. I'm I, open to helping out, co-hosting, and seeing.
0: Yeah,
2: I
4: I'm, think I'm open.
0: I, I think uh, certainly after after I retire, that's something we'll probably look at. Um, and and actually, I've got when I tell other people at work and stuff what we're doing. There's a lot of interest. So I could see us actually helping people who are interested in buying in the area, setting up their Airbnb, I and kind of do the whole package and then help them manage it because, you know, there, you can't effectively manage it full-time three, three hours away. So I think there's definitely potential to do that here. And you know, I think I, I heard one of your other guests who said, you know, she doesn't own property. She, property, she controls property, right? So
2: Controls assets, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I I could see something like that. But again, you know, our, you know, our ambitions aren't like, oh, how can we maximize every dollar we can get out of this? I mean, this really is, it's a nice balance. You know, I I think it's, you can retire with more peace of mind if you have some income. But, you know, I I don't, it's not like I'm trying to replace my current income with this. Um, And, and even the way the, the way we're doing it now, and we didn't. I think we mentioned that, you know, the 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 owner of the house before us. I mean, they had one night minimum, no buffer. I mean, he was talking about how well they only had a septic problem because he had fifteen one night stays in a row. You know?
4: <laughs> and and they were doing they washed not yeah. only all the sheets, all the comforters every and, time.
0: And, and we have. We have two night minimum and we have a day buffer in between because, you know, it's like we don't need the money that much, you know, as we, you know, we don't want to just like kill ourselves doing this. So, you know, even, even after we retire, you know, what we'll do is we'll balance it to where the effort we put out is commensurate with the return and, you know, enough is
3: enough and there, you know, so, um, balance, balance since you guys aren't really into the whole, well, I mean, you guys want to balance it. Have you guys considered putting like a corporate guest down there for two or three months?
4: <laughs> you know, actually, I don't know. I don't know if that would happen here. I don't uh, see that yeah, as being so, so the location really, for corporate uh, anything.
0: So, but but so Micah, I have been paying attention to you preaching the, the, the values of uh, corporate rentals. And interestingly enough, we, we lease a place. So I, I stay uh, during the week in a, townhouse that we lease here near my work. And currently I'm sure we're sharing that I'm sharing that with my son, his wife, and my grandchild, but if they end up proving out, um, that actually that spot would be perfect for corporate rentals. In fact, I just was talking to some people here in town meeting, and it's like, you cannot find a hotel in San Jose last minute at all. And so, um, I think that would be ideal uh, to set that up for corporate rentals. And, and that, you know, that scenario where you've got two, three weeks, three months, whatever, that could be, you know, a situation. And but it not,
1: maybe even safe for you, Teresa, being home alone to like, know the person, you know, who's coming in, that. if it was ever, you know, yeah. something you, like, threw out there and just caught a fish or something. But, but the, other she's
0: she's that, the other thing yeah, that, the other thing that, so our place, our place in Oakhurst, you know, you said... It's very vacation-oriented. So there's, yeah. that, you know, even though we like we put the business-ready thing, I don't think, I don't yeah. think any business uh, visitors. In fact, you know, w- literally not 100% because the people that just stayed didn't go to Yosemite, but almost everybody is staying at our place to go visit Yosemite, period. Yeah, yeah. So, so that market really isn't, you know, uh, available to us. And the other thing that, honestly, you do have to be careful of in California is, you know, anything over 30 days is a long-term rental. Oh, yeah. And and, And there's renters. uh, Renters' rights are, like, way over owners' rights. (laughs) (laughs) So, honestly. Yeah, you
4: can't. You have to go through eviction. Yeah. we We talk to somebody who allows people to stay for free in their home, and even if you let someone stay for free in your home, if it goes over 30 days, they have tenants' rights, and they you can't get them out without going through a legal process, even if they're staying for free. I don't know if that's a fact that I was told that I, you know I haven't researched the laws, but
3: it on the internet. it's a little
4: bit crazy it's a cra- little bit
3: crazy. <laughs> yeah, we've heard about the California squatters, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What yeah. All, what so,
2: all other platforms y'all on?
0: Um none yet. I mean, honestly, you know, kind of going back to the first the point about the balance and not really pushing it too hard, you know, we um uh I, I mean, I think I think actually VRBO and HomeAway would be good for us because I think that um that's a good fit with the kind of visitors to this area. But honestly, so far Airbnb has been so easy to deal with and, and they just um, actually they just cut kind a of deal with our county beginning the first of the year to collect taxes so that we don't have to do that anymore so nice. um, that that really helps and I don't know for, for us so far I, I, we will do it at some point but it will actually be more about the um, you know, vacation rental platform that allows us to do other channels as well as our own uh, website bookings, then it kind of makes sense to us, but just to jump into another platform right now doesn't doesn't really make a lot of sense we we
4: did talk about one of the things we're interested in is maybe doing one of those other vacation home rental sites and listing it there with a one week minimum you know basically you know throwing out a different kind of net and see what happens like um that yeah, was one
0: thought a, a different demographic. And I, and I do. I, I heard you guys talking about, you know, us boomers <laughs> and uh, how much we like to pay extra on VRBO. And <laughs> I, I, I do I do think that, you know, I think the typical Airbnb user tends to be younger. I mean, when we have an older uh, guest, it's usually because they came with their son or daughter. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and that's by, true. we're
0: introduced to Airbnb for the first time through their son or daughter. And right. I do think that we could be leaving some money on the table by not going to HomeAway or VRBO. Um, and I, I think probably by this next busy season, we'll go ahead and set that up. But I'm, I'm still looking at, at uh, platforms. I think um, I know you had a guest was talking about some of the platforms that they use. Um, I don't know. Have you guys used or looking at Orby Rental? What's it called? Orby Rental. So they just merged with uh, Hostfully.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: So um, you know we have a pretty good relationship. We we actually met the uh, the president of Hostfully um, actually stayed at his place in San Francisco. interestingly enough. Wow. And uh, and that was uh, so we've been using them and and uh, they just merged with Orby Rental, which is a um, uh, vacation rental management system, uh, including your own. And I think they do pay- payment processing and they synchronize calendars and payments across all the different platforms. So we will we, we'll look at that.
4: Can I add one more thing? Sure. Yeah, I, I, actually, I actually need to go, but the other thing we're talking about doing, um, and, and actually this is what we started with when we started our business and came up with the name, Live, Create, Connect, it started with the idea of we think people are happier if they have some creative element in their life. It was true for us, and we think it's true for other people. And for Lenny, it was more the photography, and for me, it's art and painting and stuff like that. And uh, in the process of me, in particular, dealing with some midlife crisis stuff, I ended up going on silent retreats and writer retreats and starting to do yoga and going to the senior center to do painting classes and all that. And it was so restorative for me. And I I, early on, I caught a vision like I want to help other people do this. I want to provide a place, a space, um, an organization where people who just need a break from their life, whether it's kids or work or or whatever. And I think I wanted to I had this picture of a little weekend getaway somewhere at the beach or the mountains where you go for a walk, maybe do a little yoga, have a healthy meal or a glass of wine at 10 in the morning if you want. And then you paint a picture, you know, you, you dabble with. In fact, we stumbled upon this. It wasn't Airbnb. It was just a rental. I forgot how you found that place in Bolinas. We stayed in this funky little place at the beach and they had they were kind of into haiku and they had a book and a kit that taught you how to do haiku. And that was at the time that I was doing yoga and really getting into art and all that. And and we just, we played with it and we did it and it was fun and it really impacted our little getaway because we actually created something. We came came home with poetry that we had written on this trip. So that's the other thing we want to do and provide. Maybe instead of having more and more places to rent out, we want to have a package with, workshops or retreats or something where Lenny can maybe do beginning photography courses and go with people to Yosemite and give them some tips and pointers and I've already started getting supplies for little artist sketch kits uh, small little sketchbooks and pencils and um, I'm thinking ahead about uh, maybe a project like a a little half dome postcard you know we can take an hour or two and you know, after they get back and they're feeling all inspired, we can have a little watercolor lesson or something like that. So that's lovely. That's,
3: we that's... have a friend that has a uh, art house
0: down here. Art house. Hurst. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> his, uh, <laughs> uh, Steve's uh, listing is art house Hurst. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ours can be art house. Oakhurst. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, a- Actually, in fact, Steve, uh, if you got any space on your walls, Teresa might want to consign some paintings to you too. Yes, so. yes, thing. for real, I
2: have for lots sure. Of,
4: lots yeah. of paintings.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, bring them down, bring them down. Now that's what—that's well, I... that's what's cool about it—is um, it, like you said, you—you you have this space that you can make your own. You know, you right. can, and, and that's what I did. I'm mean, you know made it the art house, and because I love art, I'm an artist too, and so just got art, art all over the walls. I have like some art tables where they can draw. I got some musical instruments, right. and it's just. That's the theme, you know. I'm going for, and uh, right. you know, most people that go there, they're they're not really there for that, but they appreciate right. it. And then yeah. there are, yeah, there are some that specifically book because it's the art house. Yeah,
0: I, I, left cool. a, I left I left one of my guitars downstairs, and it's so fun when everyone we can hear them. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
4: That's
3: so, cool. would you want to do that, Teresa? Have you looked into the Airbnb experiences since it is on the West Coast, and East mm. Coast?
4: Yes, right. Um well we I've been paying close attention to that and I've uh we were we seriously. Yeah we, we, contemplated actually, we,
0: you know, we did a actually we did a sent in an inquiry and they said, sorry, not in your area yet. I know that they're up to fifty eight cities, but honestly yeah. I don't you know, Oakhurst has a population of thirteen thousand people. So uh even though there it's are a just lot of the visitors, tourists. yeah. It, it, I, I, we're probably going to have to roll our own experience just just because. Um, but, you know, honestly, that that's something that we will be doing um, in varying degrees. I mean, one of the things that we're, we have this connection with Japan, obviously, because we live there and, and, and have a lot of friends there. And we actually have a friend there who's really into hiking and climbing. And she's bringing a group in August, you know, primarily to go to Yosemite, but they're going to stay at our place, you know, two, two different nights, one on the way in, one on the way out. And um, we're actually, I'm talking to her about, you know, she can organize groups that come to the States and then we can, you know, host them. And then she actually helped. Uh, she was our, our, our leader when uh, three friends of mine from work and I climbed Mount Fuji. Climb Mount Fuji last summer. So wow. she was upside on that. So you know, there's this international connection that that you know we want to foster as well. So
2: that's awesome. Man. Yeah,
4: and and again, he, you know, as we get more familiar with the area, uh, that's the other thing, Lenny. He's more, he's a little bit grander in his ideas. Like <laughs> we can get this van that could hold seven people. Yeah. we can take <laughs> you know do. And I'm like, I don't want to be in yosemite every weekend having hiking tours you know i don't want to do that but and i don't want him gone every weekend doing that but isn't that
1: crazy with men they'll like take off with it yeah you're like,
4: exactly oh <laughs> like,
1: that's not the only thing we have to do here
4: <laughs> exactly let's come back to reality like you know <laughs> no but anyway well i've really enjoyed talking with y'all and i'm i hope you don't cut it short because of me but i need to go i have a guest in my home and time for us to have dinner oh, we're but
0: got, we're going to record three more hours so they can uh get an hour and 20 minutes so <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave we'll leave Linnea
2: uh, in just a little bit
4: yeah yeah all right well thanks you guys nice and um you. nice meeting you too bye-bye you. For the
1: bye bye-bye.
2: Uh, so so close we're getting close to yeah we're getting close to the, your hour 20 mark that you spoke of um so just we're grateful that you came on our show, man. You're, you, we're getting a lot of, uh, tons of information from you. Fascinating character, you and Teresa. Um, could you, like some closing words, maybe maybe throw some advice or some motivational words at our, at our listeners like, uh, like that are afraid to, to afraid to do it, that would think yeah. about doing it? Where would you have them start? What, I mean, a simple way to get in or, or just, yeah, well, motivation.
0: I, I would say that, you know, first of all, just just start. I mean, the beautiful thing about Airbnb is you don't have to have a private locked off space to start and and just be, you know, be bold, be open and, you know, rent a room, rent some space in your house and just try it because you won't really know unless you try it. Um, I would say that, like I said, there isn't a certain a single guest that we've had that I wouldn't have been happy to have in our house. Now, as it turned out, we had this nice space that was separate and that worked out great. But, you know, I think the people on Airbnb, the guests on Airbnb are, are are great. And, you know, it's a way of, you know, it's not just, you know, what they say in the PR or whatever. It really is making the world a smaller place because we're all connecting and, and open to each other in a way that we wouldn't otherwise. So, you know, my first advice, you know, is just start. Um, I would also say, though, just in terms of anybody who is um, kind of getting into hosting, I mean... Clearly, you know we, we, we actually stayed in our our space I mean for a variety of reasons, partly because we didn't have furniture upstairs at first, but it really did help to like stay in our place and see, okay, what did we like about it? you know what did we like about it? Where did the sun come in? did it get too hot, too cold whatever and I think that we've made lots of improvements by really putting ourselves in the place of our guests and experiencing that like they experience it. And then just thinking about all those things that, that you would like as a guest and making sure that you're providing that. So, you know, we, uh, you know, we travel, you know, travel a lot in Asia and, you know, slippers, right. So, you know, slippers are in every hotel. I might come home from business trip with a suitcase full of slippers from my hotel, <laughs> but, uh, uh, <laughs> Or we buy them on Amazon and provide them for a guest, and and you know little things like that. The oh, one of the things that we was already there. I can't take credit for it, but I would recommend is the uh, body wash, shampoo, conditioner dispenser on the side of the <laughs> shower, because you know nobody wants to use some you know ganky piece of soap that somebody else <laughs> and and you know managing bottles that are like. You know all over the place is kind of a pain, so those dispensers are great and that's just a very professional very hygienic and you know welcoming thing to offer um, actually all those all those trips that I took the other thing I would do is I would bring back the little uh the little uh gift that you get in the business class <laughs> flight and uh I would collect those things and we had a we had a basket of them and I just put those in there and anybody who Needed, you know, uh, mouthwash or toothbrush or eye mask or whatever. We had those in there. Uh, They could just help themselves. Might have said American Airlines or Japan Airlines on the side, but hey. (laughs) Um, Advertising. So that's that. And the and the other thing is, um, like I said, just just be bold. You know, just just you know, have an open mind and uh, just go for it because, you know, it's easy to put up a listing. It's easy to take it down, you know, and um, I'd say try it, Um, you know, experiment, you know, modify what you're doing. Don't do what doesn't work. Do more of what is working. You know, listen to great podcasts like Live, Let Thrive, Yeah.
2: Um,
0: (laughs) you know, and just, you know, soak it in. You know, there's a lot of really good information out there. Um, I think that uh, there's there's no excuse for not being able to do it, and again, I think that um, I, I don't know if you how old the statistic is, but the, at, at one point not too long ago, I mean the the highest gr- uh, fastest growing demographic of Airbnb hosts host was women in their sixties,
3: mm-hmm. you know,
0: because these are women that are in a house that might be too big, and they have they have an asset that they can turn into cash, and this is great opportunity, and so. I think there's a lot of people out there that are underutilizing their asset. And, oh, by the way, if you get it ready for Airbnb, you're going to have to declutter and clean it up and make it nice. Oh, so yeah. that's all good. So I, I would just say, like I said, my, my, my best advice is just just go for it. You know, you've got nothing to lose.
3: Yeah, man. Like he said, you only need three items to start Airbnb, <laughs> camera, couch, and Internet.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Any closing <laughs> questions for Lenny?
3: Ah uh, no, that was it. How about yourself, Steve? You're
2: the question guy. The question guy. Oh man, I think we covered we covered a whole lot, man. This is a great episode. Yeah. And oh yeah,
3: um, oh no, go ahead. I'm sorry.
2: We appreciate Lenny coming on. What were you gonna say?
3: Oh yeah, well Lenny, go ahead and tell the guests where they can find you. Yeah. So uh,
0: livecreateconnect.com dot com is our site, and our our tagline is art and hospitality. So again, Teresa's art, her painting, my photography. And our uh, our Airbnb, um, and then again, we you know our our goal there really is to just inspire people to create and to uh, be welcoming. And we welcome those to come visit us. And then uh, we're going to continue to to populate that with with uh, content. Um, and again, we'll have at some point you'll be able to actually book our place directly and some of these experiences we're talking about. But in the meantime, it's just a place for us to, to blog and get our, you know, ideas and inspiration out there. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I think on the side I can send you some other, um, you know, our, our email or whatever so people can get a hold of us. Or like I said, if they just go to the site, there's ways to contact us through the site, livecreateconnect.com.
2: Awesome, man. We appreciate you coming on. And you can find us at liveletthrive.com, live, liveletthrive at gmail.com. What's the phone number?
3: 469-300-9100. Like us on Facebook. Oh, we're we're live on video, so uh, definitely subscribe (laughs) to us on YouTube. Um, Oh, yeah, Stitcher, Twitter, we're on all that. Oh, yeah, by the way, February 22nd, not only is our Arlington Airbnb meetup, but Airbnb is going live on Facebook. Uh, I guess they're going to be explaining the new Airbnb Select model and how that works. I'm interested
2: to hear that as well. Oh, Lenny will fit Um, that model. <laughs>
3: so, oh, yeah. yeah
2: ready, we, are,
0: really so, we are super hosts. We are super hosts. 45 five star reviews. So. Nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, if I get out there, I will look you guys up. So, um, you know, if I'm not going to Dallas, I'm probably connecting through Dallas. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. We'll have a beer at and the if airport. If don't forget we're in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And, yeah. Wow.
0: And actually, um, yeah, we've got great friends in Austin. I uh, love to come to Austin and I'll shoot your place and we'll look something out.
1: Our place is right off Eighth Street. I actually went to college in Austin, so.
3: Oh yeah, yeah. I'm there. I'm for it's hearing great. that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you ever actually wherever we're all over the world, man. Yeah, and and yeah, <laughs> you're, you're the
0: world's largest Airbnb podcast, I think, right? Domination. Yes, we are. <laughs> uh, but, Mikey, it's longest, not largest. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so so um you know, you know, Teresa and I have been actually, you know, we were some, recording some audio. We're getting ready to, um, you know, working on the idea of starting a podcast on our own. Uh, we'd love to have you guys on that when we get that going. And in fact, one of the things, you know, not to put an idea out there that somebody steals, but, you know, one thing I thought, you know, I I haven't heard any Airbnb-related podcasts. or actually interviews with guests. So that's one of the things that we are going to, uh, consider doing is just, you know, if we have a guest that you were engaging with and they want to, you know, they have an interesting story, uh, actually interview, um, yeah, so I haven't heard that. That may be an idea for you guys we, to think we, about.
2: Yeah, we had one in the works, actually, my buddy from Argentina, he works for American Airlines also, too, and he's been to over 50 countries, and mm. so he stayed, at, he stayed at Airbnbs all over the world, literally all over the world, so he he's going to be one of our guests coming up soon.
0: Good. Yeah, because yeah, I really do think it's good to hear. I mean, it's, it's one thing for hosts to talk to each other, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. another thing to actually get the guest perspective directly. So,
2: um, I'm a guest, I guess that's what I use Airbnb. So,
1: I've never been a guest,
2: you guys <laughs> really should do it. Well,
1: besides, once, actually, actually, come, really come, 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 play <laughs> come stay
0: at our place, come stay at our place. Oh, yeah, we will. yeah, we'll,
3: yeah, when you to check
0: go. on your Bass Lake timeshare condo, <laughs> you can actually stay at our place. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay.
3: All right, all right, right man. Thanks, thanks a lot, Lenny. All right. All right. See y'all. All right. See Live, let right. thrive, out. Oh, um, oh yeah. Check out my Southern Soapbox, the YouTube channel for all the latest cleaning tips with Julie By. All right. Peace.
1: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye bye.